Hi humans, this is Tom Jacobs uh, from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and a channel uh, and an energy worker. And uh, my voice is a little low because I'm um, a little groggy. I just woke up a little bit ago. But I wanted to do a um, kind of a parallel, the world is not going to shit. Uh, now, the day after the, um, the uh, U.S. House of... I'm having a hard time finding the right words the phrases for things that exist. <laughs> I could talk about colors, probably. Okay. Um, the U.S. House of Representatives passed this, you know, Obamacare repeal thing, whatever. I just want to offer a couple of perspectives on the bigger picture, uh, just like I did with the world is not going to shit MP3, which I did the, the day after the U.S. presidential election uh, in November of 2016. So I just want to give you some, some perspectives, you know, as a spiritual teacher, as a channel energy worker, as somebody who's, you know, doing some channeling about the arc of human evolution now i just want to give you some ideas first of all just based in 3d um and i just saw a news post about how uh cnn had um played the uh after school special part of the after school special bit like how a bill becomes a law uh because to have the republicans celebrating as they have you know right afterward and congratulated themselves you know they want it to seem like they accomplished something, but this this bill that they did, they made, has to go to uh, has to go to the Senate, and they've already said they're going to change things. So so first of all, just in 3D, uh, it you know maybe don't get too excited, right, about all the terrible things that have been you know cut, whatever. They the the House Republicans are doing everything they can to appear um, that this promise they've been running on since 2009, when the uh, when Obamacare like you know started happening they promised to get rid of it and they've been running on that for what is that eight years now so um anyway that's just a little perspective they're working really hard to appear as if so they're doing a lot you know and just like i said um just like i said in another mp3 about trump it's called reality backbone check or no backbone reality check whatever <laughs> backbone reality check i think it's kind of like, yeah, he's made all these promises, but he's not going to do most of them because he can't. I mean, A, he can't because of, you know, how the government's actually structured. He's actually not an autocrat. He's not a king uh, with total and absolute authority over everything, uh, but also because he has no backbone. And yes, I made the joke in, in that MP3 that, like, the difference between Trump and Hitler is that Trump has no backbone. At least Hitler had convictions. But anyway, so just be aware that some of that's in play right now, too, as House Republicans have scrambled, have just totally scrambled to try to do something that makes it look like they have conviction when they're up against something a lot bigger than they are. And they're going to find that out, which is – anyway, I want to talk about politics. Anyway, so I want to talk about <laughs> – sorry. It's, if I were a little more awake, I could control my mouth. But – um. What I want to talk about is um, the long-term effects. I want to put your attention on the long-term arc of evolution described by uh, Pluto and Capricorn, uh, early 2008 to, I don't know, I think it's 2023, 2024, until it goes into Aquarius. And also what we've been living through between 2012 and 2015 when we had seven Uranus square, Uranus and Aries square Pluto and Capricorn. The big shakeups. Everybody thinks they're done. Mathematically, they are. Uh, but there is a residue in the air that I'm going to talk about briefly. And you can go through my other SoundCloud audio, both from the Soul's Journey episodes, uh, that radio show I did for almost three years, uh, as well as other random MP3s. And, and do, you know, search on SoundCloud, Tom Jacobs, Uranus, Pluto. 
or Tom Jacobs, Uranus, and Aries are Pluto and Capricorn. So, um, Pluto and Capricorn is about challenging you to look at who has power in your life and where you might have given your power to structures. So what you're hearing now is a bunch of, you know, the morning after, right? Uh, and this came through with some article that I read on some uh, news site where they just, you know, had a paragraph with a couple of quotes for, I don't know, half a dozen more people. I stopped reading actually at about half a dozen because I was like, I get it. And it was somebody saying, look, this was my situation before Obamacare and now this is what it is. And now if it changes, I'm screwed, you know, anyway. So um, there is a long-term push right now from the universe right, from the collective uh, unconsciousness, the collective, that is the divine will, you know, all that is divine wisdom, working to push you to figure out who's in charge of your life and why. But the bigger question is what you think empowerment is. So it's a, it's a bigger teaching. That's why I'm referring you to other MP3s because they've definitely gone over this over the last few years. It's really important to understand with Pluto and Capricorn, first of all, it's an outer planet transit, it's slow moving, it takes a long time. Pluto does work typically on the level of unconscious reality. So it shows you your fears by revealing to you the fear manifest in front of you. You are manifesting what you're afraid of, and thereby you get a chance to see what you're afraid of. So we're afraid, as a collective, that we don't have power. So institutions and individuals on whom and on which we've relied to make us feel safe, government, authority figures, bosses, whatever, are during this 15 or so year period of Pluto and Capricorn being revealed not to be able to protect us. So I'm here to teach you the difference between looking for or chasing an external uh, state or from external sources a state of perceived safety and thereby security to developing inner security so you carry with you the confidence to make the right decisions at the right times so that you are not beholden to other people's you know apparent power. So what it, this leads us directly into what is power. It is not, you know, as some people think, a certain number of money in the bank, a certain number of bills in the bank or something. It is not owning things. It is not, you know, the ability to, uh, you know, perceive you are respected by other people and thereby have some kind of status Real power is in self-knowledge. Who are you? What is happening within you? What do you fear? What do you love? What are you passionate about doing? What are you terrified that you might do? These are all Plutonian questions. What do you really love? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? Pluto is about, Pluto in your natal chart is about becoming an agent of change through facing with courage the shadow that contains the fears. Now, shadow is part of you. Parts of you carry fears, pain, shame, guilt, regret, self-doubt, self-hatred, judgment, bitterness, jealousy, depressiveness, nihilism, you know, the, th the, the feeling that nothing matters, you know, this, this uh, kind of attitudinal, philosophical 
you know, destructive thing where you get into this place where nothing matters and you lose hope, you're hopeless. Uh, Pluto within your natal chart carries all those potentials, right? Uh, but it also is about what you're passionate about. Uh, in my in my channeling over the last few years, one of the things that's come through about Pluto over the last decade is about Pluto as an agent of change. When you deal with the debris, the scar tissue, the emotional debris that has followed you in a bunch of lives and is manifesting in front of you now because you feel powerless in the face of something, because you don't know you have power, because your definition of power is mistaken, as most the definitions of power of most humans is mistaken. Definitions is? <clears throat> definitions are mistaken and, and misguided and, and just skewed. Um, but when you know yourself, and you know your fears, your triggers, your hot-button issues, you can accept them and thereby, so to speak, take away power from other people and things in the world around you. So you look at what you're afraid of, you decide you're stronger than it, and you face it, you accept it, and then you say, okay, what is the right decision to make regarding this thing in my life or this reality of the world? That's power. So as it is now, we are cycling through this whole feeling of disempowerment. We also, to boot, have Neptune transiting Pisces, which makes us more aware of the ripples of energy in the collective. And as I, as I uh, talk about in various places, if, you feel, if you're willing to feel what you feel, if you're willing to be grounded enough to just be aware of what energies are happening around you and within you, and you don't get stuck to any of them, meaning you don't fear feeling, and you don't fear different feeling states, then they go. You can let them go. So Neptune and Pisces is saying to us, hey, you could flow more and not get stuck in anything and connect thereby to a truth about your divine nature, which is that you're an energetic being, you are consciousness. You are experiencing the world consciously. But in the face of Neptune stuff, your linear logical mind, right, uh, Gemini, Virgo, Mercury, Virgo opposes Pisces, Gemini squares it, so there's tension there. And a, and a thing about Mercury, I don't want to do Neptune. I shouldn't have to. So in the face of this invitation, then your fears get triggered because they are wafting around the world around you. So Pluto says, what disempowers you? And part of the answer for many of you, many people now, and I'm in that boat certain parts of each week probably, uh, I don't feel that way right now, but I probably sound really grounded and clear and sane right now. <laughs> but but um, you know, part of the deal for any of us is to look at what we fear, but then also remember you know, Pluto and Capricorn, why do I feel disempowered? Why do I not make the right choices? Why do I not, you know, tap into what I'm passionate about doing in the world or my community or my family in order to uh, own my passions and become like through the power of will? And making choices that build self-respect, etc., self-care, self-respect, step into being an agent of change regarding what I hold most dear to me and what I want to accomplish in this lifetime. And then you are also at times inundated by the energies around you. So that's kind of this. That's kind of what I'm getting at with this Pluto thing, and then the Neptune, you know, footnote. Um, so you're supposed to decide what 
power is. And Pluto and Capricorn is saying, you can't look to the president of the United States or, you know, the president of France or that, you know, you can't look to these people. I'm just saying that because the French election is coming up. The runoff is in a couple days. Uh, you can't look to an insurance provider. You can't look to your state government. You Think about all the all the things that are being revealed about people in all levels of government about their racism and chauvinism and abusive tendencies and just clearly like, you know, whether it's because of religion or just some other form of ignorance, heads stuck up asses. The revelation now must become rampant. The revelation that you can't put your faith in structures and government people and people who seem to be authoritative. They are actually just like you with their foibles and quirks and prejudices. So Pluto and Capricorn is saying, hey, what I'd really like to do is bring over my fleet of bulldozers, which is what Pluto in transit does to something in your life, in your heart, in your psyche. Bring over my fleet of bulldozers and raise to the ground the, you know, structures that have grown out of your misunderstanding about what power is. So, I get into this in uh, various ways through my teaching, so I'm just going to pause for a little, like, you could think of it as, you know, this this uh, audio brought to you by, like, sponsored by, but it's really just pointing you toward tools that will help you understand this beyond some of the other audio on SoundCloud uh, that I mentioned. And one is the chakra course, which is all the info from the Ascended Master Jehudi that I have channeled condensed into, I think it's seven hours, seven and a half hours, of explanation and including offering some affirmations and things, tools. But it's explaining in two parts, chakras one through three and then chakras four through seven, uh, because it's so important to focus on the lower chakras first. So you can buy them in two separate halves, or you can buy them all at once, but you work through the first three chakras first. That's kind of the deal. So essentially, you can't buy the second set, four through seven, if you haven't bought the first one. I do check. Anyway, uh, the lower ones put, you know, the, the lower three chakras uh, set put the work in your lap of dealing with lower chakra issues so you can create the foundation of sanity upon which the other four can open. And then the other four are channeled. The chakras four through seven are entirely channeled. They will alter your consciousness. They will help you clear things out um, and upgrade your consciousness and truly understand how your soul sees your life in terms of energy consciousness and how to work yourself or operate yourself as an intentional conscious being. But the lower three chakras, it is harder to go back to the root and yet that is where we always start. It is harder to dig down, you know, in your psychic basement and think about family issues and the people and places you come from and heritage. It's, it's harder, but it's more important. And in the context of this Pluto conversation today, this, you know, who's in charge of your life, uh, when you were born, you absorbed what was going on in the family you were born to and or raised by. Like maybe you were adopted early or were born and then were taken by grandparents or cousins or something. Either way, you absorbed your imprint in your root chakra has a lot to do with what was going on then. So to be sane now, to tap into that passion that you have, part of that's in your root chakra, but it might be 
you know, layered over or covered over by doubts and fears that were happening because you absorbed crap from your family. Like their souls agreed to do it for you, and your soul agreed to, you know, ask for it, you know, in certain ways, certain kinds of conditioning experiences. But that doesn't mean you need to be limited now because of what your parents and your ancestors were limited by. So Pluto and Capricorn, who's in charge of your life? That question coming through the lens of Capricorn will always bring up your history. Your history as a human. Models of authority from when you were younger. And, you know, within the next year, Saturn is going to go into Capricorn, and that's going to be doubled. It's going to be a little bit before they're conjunct. It's a couple, two, three years, whatever, uh, till Saturn and Pluto are conjunct, but... Um, that's going to happen, and, but when, when uh, Saturn enters Capricorn, that's another thing about history and power and authority and discipline. So, in a big way, this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all this, I'm doing this uh, kind of in this haphazard improv way, but there is an arc and there's a point, and it is, oh, suddenly I feel like, you know, person interviewed by media says, and perhaps you, perhaps someone in your family, I am now disempowered because of what the House of Representatives just did and what the Senate may do next week when they rewrite and vote on what they what they want to do. Um, I'm, I want to explain to you how to feel less under the thumb of what's happening through that structure. And your brain will say, but I, or someone I know, has this health stuff going on and that will make people feel powerless right, the health challenges that they have. And so part of this MP3 is also to put you onto the reality that your health issues are manifestations of consciousness and energy. Even things, even many things that are genetic, they are trigger, they're activated, or how do you say this, like, um, they, they become a thing, <laughs> even if it's coded in genes, those genes are activated, it becomes a thing, through energy consciousness. So part of what I'm getting at here is your energetic and consciousness and your unconscious immunity, your sense of strength. There is actually an MP3 set, two MP3s about immunity called Increasing Immunity on my channeled audio page. And that's where the uh, chakra course is too. Uh, and there's a bunch of channeled audio there, including energy work MP3s and two sets of uh, channeled energy work MP3s combining the frequencies of Archangel Metatron, who is divinely ass-kicking and uncompromisingly uh, transformative, plus Jehudi, who, who typically talks through those and combining their energies on the MP3s. Uh, those are all in the channeled audio pages. But um, how strong you feel as a divine being affects your health. So whatever is happening in your body manifests what you're feeling, what you're thinking, even if unconscious. So I'm also doing this MP3 just to plant a seed for you. And this is what medical intuitives do. They look at your, your health situation and they discern the energetic or consciousness, attitude, belief, or the thing in your, about your biography that has inspired pain or feelings that are stored. So I want to put your attention on the importance, Pluto and Capricorn, what's going on in physical reality to listening to your body. Okay, and learning the language through which it communicates with you. And I teach this to people, so call me if you want to figure out the source of, I basically am a medical intuitive, I just rarely say it that way, 
um, because I'm trying to teach you how to get in touch with it as opposed to doing readings on, you know, what's going on in your body. But anyway, contact me. You know, email me, Tom at tdjacobs.com to ask your question. Call me at, my number is 213-925-6019. And everything can be figured out, right? But when something goes wrong in the body, people begin to feel powerless because they're afraid. And they don't understand what the energetic source is. But when you learn the language of your body, you can move through things. You can figure things out and you can even change things. I've had this situation with my feet, not to go into too much detail, but when it was time for me to leave working for other people and do this work that I was doing part-time, this was in 2000, oh my God, this was 10 years ago, 2006, 2011 years ago, when it was time for me to do that, I was afraid because I had beliefs, I had karma, that life was not supportive. And I didn't want to leave a stable job and move into self-employment. I was very afraid. So my feet manifested issues. I was afraid to take a step. I didn't feel supported. These are all root chakra things that can come out in the feet or other, you know, uh, uh, leg and knee issues. And it was really bad. And when I learned that that's what the trigger was, it took several years for me to be able to get grounded enough to see through what was happening to identify the fear, which now I teach a lot of people how to do. But when I put words to it and I figured it out, when my feet act up, when I have the pain or discomfort or whatever, the muscle, whatever, the cramp, whatever, I know what it means. So I can work with the part of me who's about to come to the surface carrying the fear that life is not supportive. So anyway, we are supposed to become our own medical intuitives now. And part of you might say, but I'm not intuitive or I don't know what that means. Call me. I'll explain it to you. <laughs> anyway, we're, we need to become our own medical intuitives because that's part of the empowerment process. What am I vibrating? What am I thinking? What do I believe? Well, here's this thing in my shoulder. Here's this, this thing in my belly, whatever. There is a way to understand it. So as you look at all of the fear, now back to the, uh, the topic, as you, you know, realize your own fear, or you confront the fear in the world around you, or you're seeing headlines about fear, 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 and anger, and whatever, and betrayal. And uh, as you see that regarding the stuff going on in Congress, and depending, of course, on the details, what happens next week, understand it from the bigger picture as part of the evolutionary arc of all that is, living as a human collective and all these apparently discrete little bodies where the consciousnesses themselves are actually souls, which are divine, all that is, goddess, god energy, uh, source, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, look at this overall arc of you need to be pushed into finding out that you are powerfully manifesting everything happening in your life now. You need to find out. You as goddess and goddess, all that is. You need to find out that you're powerful. And so I'm saying to you, whoever's hearing this, check the vibrations you're running. And you can change them step by step if you choose to. But Pluto and Capricorn, over this 15-year period, which is a much shorter period than this long-term evolutionary arc over you know millions of years of the beings here, culminating 
I think culminating in humanity on Earth. Not that we are the, you know, the only, you know, that we are the be-all, end-all, apex of, of evolution on this planet, but the questions for humans, because of our ability to reason and use language and have self-reflection in a certain way, you know, beyond the sentience of many animals, many animal species, but we are in the position of needing to find out that we are energetic beings and what that means, and that includes seeing what we're vibrating, which means looking at what we're manifesting in the world around us, including looking at what we're manifesting in our bodies, and learning to change those things bit by bit. That is an empowerment process, because when I, the, the shadow part for me with the feet thing, was I don't I didn't really want to spend a lot of time dwelling in the fact that I carried a tremendous amount of pain because I believed from various life experiences, mostly from other lives, you know, you might say past lives, I'd say my soul's other lives, that left me feeling without hope, without faith in life, feeling that life, God, the universe, was a fuckface, was a jerk, was a gremlin. That's the word that's been coming up the last year or so. Part of me is like, you know, I'm like, really a gremlin? Like a mischievous cheat, you know. Um, trickster, but with a really kind of nasty connotation. So part of me says gremlin. Anyway, just to be insulting to God. Anyway, anyway that's my own process. Me yelling during when I take a shower, yelling at the universe. It's a great picture, isn't it? Um, you know, uh, God bless my girlfriend who has learned <laughs> learned how to live with me. Um, I guess that's a really characteristic, you know, caricature, but but uh, not totally accurate. But okay, so um, I had to face this disempowering feeling. So I had to decide I was stronger than it, and I had to get grounded to the point that I could actually look at it without feeling overtaken by it and drowned in it. So, to become empowered, you have to face the shadow, but you have to be willing to feel. This is why I harp on the grounding process so much. This is why I produced the chakra course, so you can work through your lower chakra issues, and then the upper ones, on your own pace at your own time. Instead of me dragging you through a course, which I did for dozens of people over, you know, in groups of four to six over, um, I don't know, I think it was six years I taught that class to maybe almost 40 people, um, you know, dragging them through their own karmic story, but, you know, their own uh, chakra story and their own life history. But you need time to process on your own. And part of the part of the big invitation about the evolution story now is that you make the choices. So to have me handhold you through a class is not nearly as effective as you realizing you on your own have to face the shadow, to face why you're afraid to be in charge of your life, why you are afraid to be the boss of you, while you're afraid to have confidence to do what matters to you, you have to do that. So I developed the chakra course um, because, in a sense, almost leading through people through the process is almost doing them a disservice because it's not a shock to the system of, hey, this is about me and my choices. This is about me figuring out how I'm going to live. So that's one of the, the rationales of the chakra course. I actually love teaching the class. But it's more effective when you find yourself in your own deep end and you decide to get grounded and decide you're stronger than pain, fear, regret, shame, guilt, etc. So adding in this kind of time capsule look at this um, the stuff about uh, Uranus and Aries and the seven squares between 2012 and 2015, I'm sure no other astrologers are talking about this still. Uh, but I want you to understand the impact of so many hits of those those uh, outer planets, because 
they're asking you to wake up and be in charge of your life. And just like with issues with a Saturn return, uh, the questions come up, in this case, probably like 2010 to 2016, maybe early 2017, the questions come up at some point, of course, louder when those planets are actually in that square relationship seven times over the three years. But um, you have to take time to answer them. And many of you, many people on the planet, are still answering the question, why do I not feel free and what am I willing to do about it? Why don't I feel in charge of my life? What, you know, Promethean fire do I want to steal and run with? You know, what? but why am I holding myself back? Squares are about tension. Uranus and Aries says, are you free? And Pluto and Capricorn says, who's in charge of your life? So this is very tense. And the questions are still with many of you. Some of you have done major, you know, lifestyle or career or, um, you know, home situation, family structure shakeups. Some of you have stepped into, you know, exciting new uh, frontiers, blah, blah, blah. But some of you are really wrestling with the fear of freeing yourself from what you feel trapped and stultified by. And many of you are going to have judgment because you're not freeing yourself. And here I did. I told the story. Well, when I was still working for other people in an office and, you know, like the old timer's story. Well, you know, it was a long time ago and then I freed myself. Well, it was really fucking hard. It was, I think, one of the hard. It was one of the two hardest things I have. Yeah, one of the couple hardest two, three things I've ever had to do, because I had to face the fear, and that meant feeling the fear, which was terrible. So, if you're in the position of you haven't freed yourself yet, give yourself a break. Get grounded. Learn to first of all be committed to, and then learn to alter your relationship with the parts of you that carry the resistance, the fear, the pain, the trauma, whatever, that might keep you from feeling free. Now, not everybody is the embodiment of Prometheus. He was a dude in Greek mythology who stole fire, right? He was already kind of a uh, looked upon in a, you know, not such a great light by the gods. He was a, He was a demigod because he favored humanity. And the rest of the gods wanted separation and didn't want to give hum- humans too much credit is the story or too many too many tools right so so he steals fire from Zeus and Zeus is pissed right and uh, he's uh, he's a champion of humanity is the phrase that comes up sometimes when you read the mythology uh, Prometheus and um, so anyway Zeus is pissed and after the humans have the fire and of course you know, everything changes for humanity once fire happens you know fire is uh, is given or discovered or whatever um, Zeus then as a punishment has Prometheus chained to a big rock and his liver is eaten out by a giant vulture uh, I presume an angry vulture but I don't know if that's true <laughs> I just imagine that the, you know first of all the, the, the dude's being punished, right? Oh, well, let me say this. And every day his liver will grow back, so the next day the vulture comes back. So A, um, you know, he's going undergoing this eternal punishment. But the vulture is too. The vulture has to eat the same guy's liver. A liver is great if you're a wild animal. <laughs> if you're into eating raw organs as a human, liver is great. Or eating organs at all. Forget raw, sorry. 
And uh, <laughs> um, but he's got to come back and see the same sorry dude chained to the same stupid rock, you know, with the same problem he's going to eat anyway. So it's not such. It might not be such a rosy picture for the vulture either. But anyway, um, this is his eternal. This is Prometheus's eternal punishment. So Pluto and Capricorn square Uranus and Aries. Who do you think can punish you? And here again, it's over 2012, 2015. But here in 2017, the questions linger. Why are you not free? What amazing insights do you have that you want to cultivate and then give to the world to make it a better place? What kind of agent of change do you want to be? And behind that are the fears. Like the answers include, I don't know if I'm prepared. I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if life is supportive. I don't know if I'll find the right community. I don't know if I really know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. All those things. So if you, all this to say, if you are lingering in the doubt, the hesitation, give yourself a break and recognize it's part of your arc of evolution. Well, okay, I think I'm close to done here. Uh, let me just recap. So there's a thing about individual empowerment, right? That's what I wanted to talk about. And looking at it in terms of what's going on in society and in the collective as a whole on the globe, it is easy just hearkening back to this, hearkening? Oh my God. Uh, going, <laughs> referring briefly uh, back to that idea of, um, you know, Pluto and Capricorn's asking these questions, but Neptune and Pisces is providing this, you know, uh, water filled landscape through which it can be hard to be clear. So um, the energetic waves in the collective. Will, will sweep over you. But you can be less available by being grounded and choosing to be aware of energy but not absorb it. As it is, I just have this image coming into my head. The, you know, the new thing as of a few months ago on Facebook is when you go there, people post videos, which they do constantly. And if you're one of those people, I am kind of annoyed with you. One of the reasons why I don't use Facebook personally because the video plays automatically. So you go to the page, maybe I want to go look up, uh, you know, somebody I know who's having a good time or a bad time, right? Like I just want to check in on somebody, right? So even before I can get my cursor into the search field, suddenly there's some random fucking video playing. Anyway, and you have to pause it or scroll down, whatever. This thing about the, the memes and the collective are coming to get you. And if you're not paying it, if you're not grounded, like if I were grounded, I wouldn't look, but it's moving. And so my eyes go to it and I am thereby sucked into this thing about baby goats, um, whatever, the mind calendar, uh, wa uh, water drops freezing, um, some sad story of somebody who lost a leg, like what <laughs> your kid's birthday party, whatever, whatever it is, right? You're. Anyway, um, you have to be grounded enough to operate yourself intentionally, and that is like one of the ways to be, you know, to get sidetracked is to be distractible by all the things that are moving around you. So in those moments, I feel like I'm suckered by Neptune and Pisces, and my own Mercury, Neptune, Moon together, you know, <laughs> kind of suckered into that. Like I already have a susceptibility to like be distracted by shiny things, and I actually got a. <laughs> 
I actually got a, a reading when I went to the Sedona Psychic Fair. There was a there was a nice lady next to me named um, what was her name? Sunny Moose Steps. Moose Steps being one word. I just wanted to spell you know articulate it for you. And she was doing um, guide readings and animal totem readings. And so she she very kindly gave me a reading when it was really slow for both of us. And she talked about how Raven is one of my animal guides, and she talked about being distracted by shiny things. So I, so I really get that about about myself. But as far as you know, Neptune and Pisces generally, that that is part of the story. That is part of what happens. Is uh, I walked in here to get what? Oh my God! There's a cute video of a, a cat rolling around in the grass. So um, groundedness to cultivate intention and clarity. That's super important. So check out the chakra course and also the uh, the 22 and 31 MP3. They're two different sets and they are different. It's not like in the 22, it's only the first 22 of the 31. No, they are different. They're a total of 53 different uh, meditation MP3s. They're all 20, they're each about 20 minutes. Some of them are a little longer. And um, yeah, the energy work MP3s. And actually, if you get the chakra course and or one or both sets of the channeled MP3s. And a lot of people get one set of the channeled MP3s, and then they get the other one months later, and so they have a rotation of 53 to, to choose from. Uh, but when you, and they cover, over the course of the 53, they cover all the chakras several times. They're all different, but they all start with grounding and then cover different things to clear energy and, and give you upgrades and tune-ups and help you raise your level of consciousness. But if you get either of them, there's a private Facebook group where you can comment and ask questions, and I, and I add you if you get that. So anyway, keep in touch with me about different tools. Uh, I'm happy to help you uh, clear energy out, get grounded, work on your own evolutionary path through consultation or coaching or energy work or a combination of those things. Anyway, thanks for your time and attention. The world is not going to shit if you choose to see what the opportunity in front of you is, which is reclaim power through self-respecting choices that lead to self-care. Here's, here's a little tidbit. Um, a third chakra affirmation I work with, and this is central to the chakra course, is all of my choices are based in self-respect and lead to self-care. If you do that 300 times every day and you actually pay attention and you deal with the tension and the unhappiness that results and you deal with those parts of you who carry regret, pain, shame, guilt, whatever, parts of you who judge your choices. If you do that every day, you will radically reinvent yourself, even with no other affirmations. And Pluto and Capricorn, uh, Pluto, I do relate to the first and the third chakras, uh, by the way. So this is element of groundedness and the need for stability and structure, but also with the root, uh, but also which increases immunity, right? But also in the third chakra, personal power. And for you to say yes and no to what matters to you based in self-respect, uh, is a key. So anyway, go to tdjacobs.com to check those things out and be in touch uh, and take care of yourself.